what did she say to her mom? Was it A? <laughs> Are you going to give me options? Am I supposed to just, just guess out of my ass? <laughs> Welcome to Crosscut, a movie review slash trivia challenge show hosted by yours truly, Josh, accompanied by my co-host, co-captain, and co-director, Chris. Chris, how we doing today? Awesome. I'm ready to get right into this episode. Let's go for it. Perfect. Well, I hate to burst a bubble. I don't think we're going to get right into it, and we'll let you know in a few seconds. Um, But yes, we are going to get into it, so let me just start off by telling you what we're talking about today. So today we're taking a look at the movie Popcorn. It's a comedy horror written by Mike... No, I picked that up. Mitchell Smith. (laughs) Let me start from the top there. It's a comedy horror written by Mitchell Smith and Alan Ormsby. It's directed by Mark Harrier. It stars Jill Sholin. Uh, also, happy belated birthday, Jill Sholin, uh, Tom Tom Villard, and D. Wallace, just to name a few. The story is about a master of disguise deranged serial killer who begins killing off film students who are organizing a horror movie marathon in an abandoned theater. <laughs> now, before we get into the movie, we do want to issue a potential spoiler warning because this episode may contain potential spoilers. So if you have not seen Popcorn, we highly recommend pausing this episode going to check out the movie for yourself get yourself a big old popcorn this is not a big old popcorn and i'll let you know why i don't have a big old popcorn and a tasty beverage and enjoy it for yourself for everybody else let's begin i made a little announcement the other day uh, and it was basically stating that i was packing my bags i was going somewhere and i made a little uh i made a little comment about you know what i was hinting at which basically was just a bucket of popcorn And that's the movie that we're watching. But Mm -hmm. before we begin, um, if you have not seen that little sneak that I I did the other day, I'm just going to put it in real fast so you guys can get caught up. So here we go. What's up, everybody? Josh here. So we have a special episode planned for you guys for next Monday. However, I'm not going to just tell you what the episode is, but I'll give you guys a little bit of a hint. So first off, packing my bags because I'm going somewhere. Also, I'm not going to say the name of the movie, but... I will give you guys a little bit of a hint. Again, I'm not saying the name of the movie, however. So, you got your popcorn ready? Where are you going? Where are you going? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, I made an announcement basically saying I'll pack my bags, give a little hint at something. So, this is what I was hinting at. Um, I am currently out of town. Yeah, Chris and I are making our first game first. Alright, bye, Chris. Ah. Uh, the reason that we are sitting uh, not near each other is because there's a huge echo. Uh, we don't want there to be a really, really uh, weird sound issue with the episode. Yes. So, just for just for now, Chris is going to sit outside, and I'm sitting inside. Uh, but mm-hmm. yes, that 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 was the big announcement. Is that uh, I am as I can fix my camera. I am currently uh, in town where Chris is, and we're going to be hanging out for the next week or so. So very cool stuff. I'm real excited to uh, be here hanging out with Chris in person as we get to talk about this movie, even though he is in the completely other room. Um, And again, just because of sound issues. So, you know, what can you do? What can you do? That's the big announcement. So yes, Chris, but I'm excited to be here. We're going to have a lot of fun. I'm going to put my virtual background back on again for the movie popcorn 
And I love your virtual background, by the way. I like yours. Very, very in movie. Thank you. Thank you. It's hard to see, but it's the one of the main girls making her little face. I mean, look at the machine. I mean, oh, yeah. It's good. Yours is definitely spoiler. Definitely spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's get into it. I picked this week's movie. A little bit of history with this movie. So I discovered this, I think, a year ago. I, I discovered this movie last year. I want to say I discovered it on, like, I think it was Shudder. I either saw this on on Shutter and I was like, this movie looks interesting, or I saw it on like one of those IMDb lists of like, you know, top 10 movies you never heard of or horror movies that you should check out. So anyways, I watched this movie last year and I, and I loved it. I watched this movie probably a good three or four times last year. And the reason why I specifically loved it is because I love movies that are either about making movies, like a movie like Ed Wood, which is one of my favorite movies of all time, or, or I like movies about like going to the movies um yep. for example i mentioned matinee to you chris i uh, love the movie matinee that's a great one to check out with john goodman so movies movies about movies basically i i love that i could do that uh, all day and popcorn is a great example of, of those types of movies so i discovered this movie last year i never heard of it before it i mean i don't think most people have heard of this movie it's not really one that i've ever i definitely have never before. heard of this and that's what's fun about it because you're you're kind of discovering these new movies that are yeah. I mean, movies over 30 years old. So you're kind of discovering these great movies that you've never even heard of. And that's definitely something that I like about what we're doing with this show is that, I mean, the two episodes we've done so far are both movies that I had seen before, basically. And this movie I had just discovered last year. I'm definitely looking forward to discovering, you know, more types of the of these types of movies. These movies, um, not yeah, I agree. necessarily you know, underground horror, but just basically movies that are kind of flew under the radar. Um, and Popcorn is definitely one of those movies. This movie, it didn't make a ton of money at the box office, and it was considered a big disappointment. Don't think it really went anywhere after that, but that's the great thing is, you know, everything kind of gets rediscovered eventually. And this movie, sure. uh, it got a, it got like a nice Blu-ray release, uh, I think for maybe Shout Factory did one, and they have a great documentary just kind of about, and we'll we'll definitely talk about the behind the scenes of this movie because there's there's a lot that went on behind the scenes. I'm not sure if you had a chance to maybe read anything about it, but um, there's definitely some stuff. Not much. On. Yeah, I okay. didn't get to do much because I I was literally watching it the same day we're recording. <laughs> yeah, Chris literally, like, was watching the movie as he was driving on the way over here. Essentially, you know, making this question. Pretty much. I, I was doing my questions like, okay, I, I can do this one, I can do this one, I can do this one. And I'm like, oh no, it's already seven. Oh, I need, it's almost done. Come on, come on, come on. I'm, I'm like, I'm actually like wanting the movie to speed up, but I don't want it to also because I want to want to mess up the story. Right. And when it comes to Pop Quiz Hotshot, that'll probably benefit you because like I said, you, the movie's fresh in your head. For me, I had just gotten out of seeing John Wick Chapter 4. That's why I got my gourmet Oreo popcorn, which, by the way, really good. I was not expecting much when they said Oreo popcorn, but... I want to eat that Oreo popcorn so bad. Well, I'll be eating it for you, Chris. So, oh. yeah. Uh, so right now I got John Wick Chapter 4 kind of half in my head as well mm. as this movie. So it might benefit you. I've seen the movie, like I said, probably a good four or five times in the last year. You only saw it the one time. But sometimes it's just about who's seen it the most recently. True. Speaking of seeing okay, it recently, it. so 
you watched the movie. I kind of mentioned it when you came over. I was like, what did you think? And you said you loved it, which that made me so happy to hear that. Talk about that, Chris. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, as far as the, at the beginning of the movie, I was like, okay, you know, you see the 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 dream and whatnot, and like, okay, the 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 effects weren't that great, you know, like okay, maybe not so good. But then, you know, she wakes up, she she's recording herself, like, hmm, I've done that, you know. Like okay, as soon as I'm like I get a nightmare or 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 a dream, I write it down automatically. Like this could be a good movie or a good short, which happened to me recently, like two days ago. Oh. And then, like it kept on going, and and I'm like, huh, okay, I'm liking the dynamic here. The when she gets to school, you know, like, huh, they're filmmakers. Okay, I'm I'm really into this now. Yeah. You know, the, the the classmates, the teacher, the just talking about movies and everything. Like, okay, I'm I'm already liking this a lot. You know. I think one of my favorite aspects about this movie is the cast. This is a great cast. And the sad yeah. part is a lot of these actors and actresses are extremely unknown. Um, I think a couple of them didn't really do much in the industry. I think, well, the most notable name in this movie is Dee Wallace, who plays the mom. Right. She's a horror legend, been in movies like Cujo. She was the mom in E.T., uh, Howling, yeah. uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. She plays the mom in that. So she's like a horror legend. She's probably the most recognizable name in this movie. That is the only person I recognized in the movie. Okay. Like, So the main girl, and I, I sorry, I mispronounced the name. It's Jill Sholin, I want to say, is the last name. So mm -hmm. she plays the main girl, Maggie. I loved her. I thought she was great. She's mm -hmm. actually, she was a replacement. So the original actress, I think, was filming for like three weeks, and then she basically got let go. So this girl came in to essentially replace her, and I thought she did a great job. Uh, I thought she was, uh, you know, not not really the damsel in distress, but, you know, she she played the character very well. Uh, the, the character that played Toby, Tom Villard, uh, he was oh. great. But again, I've never seen him in anything else. I looked him up, you know, his resume. Sadly, he uh, he passed away, I believe, in, uh, uh, I think shortly after this movie actually came out. I Man. believe he passed away, unfortunately, which that's a little bit of a backstory in its own. He, um, I guess while filming this movie, he either knew about or found out that he uh, had uh, AIDS, basically. And yeah. the dire the director, which is a whole nother story, the director of this movie wasn't even the original director. He, the original director, I believe, got fired. He's one of the, the mentioned co-writers that I said in the beginning, uh, right. got fired. So they brought this other guy in. Uh, yeah. But he told the the new director about this while on set, uh, basically just telling this one person. Yeah, sadly, Tom Villard, he passed away in 1994. So a few years after this movie came out, it's, it's unfortunate because he's... He's great in this movie. He kind of steals the show at the end. Oh, I loved his performance. Like as soon as that, as soon as he revealed himself, I'm like, holy! Shit. I actually did not see that coming at all. Like okay, I did not. Good. That I was kind of wondering because yeah, this this movie has a, I I mean it basically has a twist, and yeah. you know depending on how you feel, I I mean you said you liked it. 
you know, I, some people could probably see it as being a little hokey, but that's so when we get into it, there's something that I don't like about this movie, but I'll, I'll wait on that. Uh, it does kind of have to deal with the revelation of, you know, that it's so basically the character of Toby, he's the one that's sort of head, heading this or headlining this, you know, this this horror marathon that these students are doing. He's the one kind of helping put it all together. And then the big reveal is that he's the one that's basically killing all the all the students. And he yeah, has his right. motivation, which is so Maggie, the main girl, has these visions or these dreams where she's on on like on the set of this movie. And yeah. it's that's what they find out. It's this movie called Possessor that they that they find in this uh this film can and uh maggie turns out to be the daughter of the director who Mm -hmm. was this like eccentric filmmaker who basically wanted to show his movie and then the final act was going to be him performing the the final kill on stage essentially which is kind of where the movie eventually goes and it turns out that toby was at that screening and then there was a big fire and he basically had all these like horrible burns for the rest of his life and he has to wear all these prosthetic faces so that's mm-hmm. why he's kind of this like master in disguise killer mm-hmm. which i actually yeah. really like that fact you know it, it i don't know why i really liked it and the prosthetics were amazing the makeup so let's the, get into the... it let's how about let's do, let's do this let's talk about what we liked because it sounds like you know we're, we're kind of already getting there um Yes, and I think we both agree the makeup in this movie is incredible. Oh yeah, hands down. You know, and even the, the the props of him making the the faces like interesting. Yeah, you know, like I would never have thought that. You right. know, and it, and you can yeah. tell how much pain these actors were in having. It's mostly to, the guy that played Toby Tom Villard. It's mostly just him having to put on just this extensive makeup that just looks horrifying. Like, I mean, it, it pays off because it looks great, but you could just tell, and I think that was one of the behind the scenes things that he was just like miserable having to like get this like makeup done. But there's one scene where it's him putting on all the different faces of his classmates, like the teacher and, and the one girl. And right. you could tell that they just had that actor or actress in the makeup. So right. I just got to say props to the makeup and special effects team for this movie the amount of work that they had to do and just how extensive it looked but it looked great i mean i just thought it was amazing so yes one of the things we both loved about this movie is the makeup it's one of the best jobs i've probably ever seen in a horror movie as far as this just like makeup goes so yeah there was like everything was practical was no cgi you know yeah. Like it's very practical. I, it was the I don't horror know. days, man. The movie was made in ninety ninety one. You know, right yeah. before. You know, I think there's a little bit of CGI that was going around, but obviously not as extensive as it would, you know, come later right. in that in that decade. I don't know if you had this feeling though, but <clears throat> watching the movie, it reminded me of two different movies. One, mm-hmm. wait, was wait, wait. I want to guess, or at least try okay, to, okay, try go, to go guess. For it. Are they both horror movies? Uh, one's a horror movie. The other one's a thriller, action, suspense thing. I'm not sure if you've seen the second one. One's a horror movie. Is it about, uh, you know, 
give me a hint at least or who's in it something well the first one was made in 1974 texas chainsaw massacre yes yeah okay the, that's the, the horror mask, one, obviously the mask yeah. thing yeah, and they definitely some... go for that like they make references to that i think at one point there's a guy with a chainsaw when d wallace the mom goes to the theater i'm pretty sure you right. see a character with a chainsaw um but i i and not just that but like the character bud since he's mm-hmm. in a wheelchair in the in the original movie they're right they had franklin in the wheelchair yep. right franklin. right okay that's the part that rem- and he kind of his character is kind of like franklin too sure kind of the annoying guy in a sense all-knowing kind of thing yeah i want to say they even reference somebody as leatherface in this movie or i could be mistaken maybe it's like a behind the scenes thing that i read but i remember definitely reading something or hearing something about leatherface so yeah definitely texas chainsaw massacre uh inspired and you know what i'm not even going to guess the other one just tell me what it is well did you ever see dark man yeah with liam eason right yeah oh okay it the the because allowing the prosthetic faces and the voice changing you know, right. reminded me so much of that. And I love that movie, Dark Man. Right. That was like right around the same. I want to say that came out maybe like 1990. So that might have been like right before this. I think the so maybe that had a late 90s for Dark Man, really? I, if I get this right, I already get a point in Quiz uh, Hot Shot. I want to say 96. Uh, 1990. Damn. Came out Damn. a year before Popcorn. Damn. Yep. Okay. All right. Okay. One point for Josh already. Ah, we'll play fair. We'll play fair. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Dark Dark Man meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Maybe that's how they pitched it. I mean, that's what I that's what I thought about. But I, I. Okay. One thing I, I don't know if you want to jump into the don't likes, but eh, whatever. We'll 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 jump all around if we want to. Well, the don't likes that I, for me was the dialogue okay the dialogue was very cheesy it is cheesy. the the ending of this movie is the cheesiest oh thing you god there's like a scene you know everything's getting wrapped up the police are outside the theater and yeah. maggie the main girl she's talking she has a boyfriend in the movie uh the character's name is mark like um or mark mark yeah mark, yeah, yeah. Mark. um so you know they're talking and she's like that's another idea for a movie and he goes let's just make sure the next one's a comedy i'm like all right and then she just goes she goes like hold me mark and then she like hugs him and then just like does like the 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 jib out or whatever the the crane out kind of thing but yeah it's just cheesy so cheesy it was all the point of cringy because like really you gotta say that you know like you couldn't have said something different you know or like when mark's uh uh, uh making fun of her for lanyard gates you know, like that is so overdone <laughs> i mean well. I, I do like the recurring theme of the uh mark keeps getting like injured okay that was funny yeah there's one point <laughs> where like he gets like not he, he he gets like punched like five times it feels like in this movie either on purpose or accidental the one there's the one guy who like basically just like steals his date right. that night sits next to him and he's uh this like big looking big looking guy who basically yeah. just like jacks him right in the face it's like the second time he gets hit 
and then he just keeps like getting like you know he's like behind a door that's getting open right away and just he just keeps getting hurt in this movie but he gets to play hero at the end he saves the girl yeah yeah i i i like that part the action part of him you know but this is just the dialogue i i can i can forgive the dialogue even if it's cheesy here's the one thing that i can't forgive and you probably may not even realize it yet, Chris, because you've only seen the movie once. Maybe you do realize it. So okay. there's something in this movie that makes absolutely no sense. But when you watch it the first time and the scene's happening, you're like, okay, that's sure. So the scene where Dee Wallace, who plays the mom, goes to the theater initially to uh, encounter the guy that's been talking to her on the phone. Mm-hmm. The way that that whole scene is set up, it's like supernatural. The letters of the marquee start flying right. off. And then the name right. Possessor appears right. and like a ticket magically appears. The door swings open. And it's like all yeah. these like things that are happening like supernaturally, right? And when you're watching yeah. the movie for the first time, you're like, okay, so there's obviously like some supernatural stuff going on. But then you it's revealed that no, it's just Toby, just this guy doing it. So that entire That's scene true. makes no sense. It doesn't. Oh my god, I didn't even think yeah. about that until right now. You're right. I'm, I'm pretty sure the second time I watched the movie, I'm like, this scene makes no sense. D. Wallace, there's all this like weird there's like literally like multiple people had to have been in the room for like the stuff to go on. Cause like she sees somebody up in the balcony, but then somebody runs right up past her and it's just like it makes no sense. I'm like, how like again, if the movie was supernatural, then sure, you could have that all all that stuff would work in the okay. script. In the story, but because the big reveal was that it's just this one guy who's still a human being, he has no supernatural abilities about him, is just doing right. all this. It, that scene made no sense. But in a way, kind of, when she's in the theater, it makes sense because you see in uh, towards the end of the movie when he's in the like basement or whatever, he's putting all the different faces while Maggie's searching. Mm-hmm. he could have been doing the same thing and he's just moving fast because he knows where everything is in theater but how do you go from a top of the balcony where somebody was clearly standing there to then the scene where she starts shooting at that one thing which I guess turned out to just be like a animatronic a I guess or a dummy but the, it was physically moving like walking yeah that yeah it doesn't it's it's probably a scene that they were like. It almost feels like it could have been like a rewrite type of scene or or like shot Maybe. later on. And they're like, we need to explain why the mom's not in the rest of the movie and she shows up at the end. And right. also, we need like another like intense scene because the movie, you know, th- you know, there's a good part of this movie where there's not a lot of scary stuff going on until you know right. a little bit later right. on. Yeah. But like we need a little, we need a little tension. So let's do this. But again, it it makes no sense in the in you know the gist of everything that's going on it's it's you're right it it really doesn't i mean i i like the how it was done yeah but like huh that is so true it does not make sense it doesn't fit with the movie at all yeah so that's my biggest kind of you know tiff with the whole movie and it's not even like i mean again i forgive any nitpick or or any you know criticism because i still ultimately just really enjoy this movie Mm -hmm. Uh, but if i had to give like one of the big things that i'm like i do not like it's just that scene because it just it makes no sense really yeah i I agree like like you said 
you have to rewatch it to 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 realize. But I guess if I was to say something bad about it, it would be that that scene that you just mentioned, and it's just the dialogue. The dialogue gets to me, you know. Yeah. But other than that, I like the way it was moving, you know. The horse, the makeup. Uh-huh. But did you like the movies within the movies? I thought those, they were great. Those movies were so like, like they were made for that age kind of thing. Yeah, like that period of time. It, it was. Well, great. I think the I think the idea was that they were trying to be. They were showing just like B movies from like the fifties. Right. I think that was the idea because each movie had like a gimmick kind of with it and things like that. Right. But I I, I thought it was just funny because you could tell like the acting was over the top. Yeah. And that that for that sure. dialogue was cheesy. But it, it fit what they I think they were going for. Yeah. The horathon. Yeah. The, the giant mosquito. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so But actually from of, of those three movies that they were showing, the one that actually I really kind of liked was uh the electrified man. Okay. I don't know why. It's like that one it was out of the out of the three, those that one felt like it was a real movie almost. Right? Yeah. Like the other two, like, okay, they're they're made for fun. Yeah. But the the electrified one's like, all right. I like the little cheesy, like uh funny lines, but it it even looked great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I really appreciated the 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 film part of the filmmakers, you know, the the projector, the the showing possession, you know, it's, possessor, possessor, sorry, possession. Yes. The director, uh, we'll get you for that one. <laughs> Should we check uh, IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes? See how this movie, how this movie did. Yeah. All right. So, IMDb, this movie. We kind of have a recurring theme going on right now. I think this might actually be the highest rated movie. It's a 5.8. Oh, I know left 6. Okay. Yeah, 5.8. I I think this disturbing behavior was 5.6, so I think this one oh. that one. Uh it's got a 51 meta score. It's not again, not great. 5.8. And then on Rotten Tomatoes rocking a 38% meta meter and a, and a 41% audience score. So again, this movie not well received in the uh it's a B movie. Yeah, it's it's it is. I mean, especially it is. I don't even know if I can call it a cult classic because I never talked to anybody right. about it. No this. one's ever heard of it. Yeah. I'm sure it has a following, you know. I'm sure you can go sure. online and people you know, yeah. people out there that like it. You know, if I ever own a movie theater, I'm definitely gonna show this movie because this one's a lot of fun. But uh, I really liked it. It was fortunately the, the filmmaker yeah. in me. Yes, that that's one of the things that I think attracts me to rewatch this movie is just like it's a bunch of like film students, and we can relate to that because we were, you know, we were that at one point. We never got yeah. to do an all night horrorthon necessarily, but that would have been a lot of fun. Uh, but yes, um, I definitely, uh, you know, appreciate the the film student aspect of everything. Yeah, and a shout out to you. It reminded me of your short film that you did. 
Which one? The I movie theater? Forget. Yes. Uh, the last show. I appreciate last that. Show. Oh, well, for anybody, anybody watching or listening, I'll put the link in it, or I'll put my, it's uh, my YouTube channel. I'll put the link in the description for the YouTube, yes. for this video, plus anybody listening uh, to the podcast that can't physically see, I'll put it in the show notes. But yes, I made a short film last year called The Last Show. It takes place at a movie theater. Kind of has the same ideas, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of podcasts, uh, so we do have our, our podcast on a couple platforms. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts. We don't have a ton of listeners, which is fine. You know, we're still growing this. Yeah. I do want to give a shout out to, and if you're listening, thank you for listening. Apparently, we have a fan in Belgium, it seems like. I can see that we That's right. We yeah. have, um, you know, looking at our, our location breakdown for our episodes. So if you're if you're listening to this, our one fan in Belgium, drop us a line. Email us at crosscutpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know exactly. or we'll give you a shout out because uh, we oh, want to say yes. thanks for thanks for listening. You know, and then I I see that we've had a, a few other listeners around. I noticed that one in a certain area, which I think I know who you are. And if you are listening or watching this as well, all I got to say is, uh, you know, head and swag where we got you. Uh, it's an inside joke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a it's a different podcast that we want to start called Head and Swag uh, to to uh, radio personalities. So uh, if you are listening or watching, thanks, thanks for, uh, thanks for, you know, joining, joining along. All right, Chris, just got one thing to say to you. Do you know what that is? What? Really? You, you don't know what that is, Chris? I'm 10 feet away from you and you don't know what that is. We're on our third episode. Come on. What is it? Why don't you say it this time? All right. Fuck who is hot shot. There you go. Pop quiz hot shot. Do you guys watch a movie? Who remembers the movie? Who remembers most about it? Let's find out. All right. This is how it works. So there's going to be five rounds, one question each per round, and the points will go up by one each round. Chris and I will go back and forth asking the multiple choice questions that we each came up with. Whoever has the most points at the end wins. And that's going to be me. Because I saw this movie more than you, even though you watched it more recently. That's still going to be me. Again, Chris, going back to last week, I'm on a winning streak and you're on a losing streak. So we're going to keep uh, going. Um, and you're going to keep going that way. Okay. Now, if we are tied at the end, we're going to go to sudden death. Sudden death. Which will be a game called Movie Actor that Chris and I will do. It's a back and forth challenge. However, if we get to that point, I'll explain it then. But for right now, I don't even think it's going to go that far because I already know that I'm going to win. Uh, no. <laughs> For our audience members participating, whether you're watching this or listening, feel free to play along. Who knows? You might do better than us. Comment and let us know how you did, or you can email us, crosscutpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know how you did as well. Now that we've established the rules, let's play. Do it. All right, Chris. So I picked this week's movie, so I am going to ask the first question. Whenever you are ready. And go. You're right. Here we go. What is the name of the device that Bud refers to that, when it screams, a feature beams? Is it A, shock clock, B, terror timer, C, cine scream, or D, 
witching hour? It is shock o'clock. Shock clock. That is correct. One point for Chris. Good job, Chris. See, I'm winning. <laughs> winning for right, All right. Sure. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. When Maggie wakes up and goes to the kitchen to find her mom, what did she say to her mom? Was it A? <laughs> You're going to give me options? Am I supposed to just, just guess out of my ass? For a second, I thought you like froze. I was like, uh, are you still out there? Did you get kidnapped by the killer out there? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I forgot that it's, we're only three weeks in and you forgot that it's multiple choice. All right. You got the question in there. A. I need a new camera. B, I wonder if Orson Welles dreamt of Citizen Kane. C, can I go to the movie store to get some ideas? D, did you know that Spielberg named the shark Bruce? The answer is B, the Orson Welles Citizen Kane one. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. One point for Josh. We are tied up. For now. All right. Um, I'm going to ask my question of round two, and I will make sure to actually give you options right away, unlike you who just stared at me for a good five seconds into my soul. <laughs> like, are you going to answer or not? Okay. okay. All right. which, which of these gimmicks is not a part of one of the movies? Was it A, Rumble Rama, B, Projecto Vision, C, Shockoscope or D Aroma Rama. A. A Rumble Rama. Yeah, that is correct. Correct the I paid attention to that. <laughs> Good. Do you remember which? One? I guess it's pretty self-explanatory. Aroma Rama was for the stinky one. Right. Projecto Vision was for 3D. Shockoscope was for the electrifying. The talk. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Chris is right. three to one. All right, ready? I'm ready. Uh, yeah. When they're in, uh, when they're at school, what room did the film class take in? Was oh god, was it A computer class, B library, C music room, D art class? I'm going to say C, music room. Yes. Correct That's cool. Too easy. Too easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. After two rounds, Chris and I are tied up three to three. All right, Chris, <laughs> are you ready for round number three? <laughs> okay. Okay. What is the name of the college? Was it A, the University of California, Los Angeles? B, the University of California at Ocean View, C, the University of Southern California, or D, Full Sail University? Matt, uh, it is University of California Overview. Ocean View? Ocean View, sorry, yeah. Ocean View. Correct, Chris, correct. Correct the mundo. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
Chris is doing you're doing pretty well. I gotta give you credit. I told you I was gonna win. All right, ready? I'm ready. All right. Uh when they were testing out the scents for the for the movies, what scent was put in for the smell? Was it A, daisies, B, vomit, C, locker room, D, dead dog and locker room? The answer is D, dead dog and locker room. Okay. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. I definitely remember the dead dog one. Yeah. I should, I should be going with the other different ones. Yeah. All right. Right now, after three rounds, Chris and I are tied 6-6. Will we go to sudden death? Stay tuned and find out after this commercial break. The sparkle. There's no commercial. We don't have any commercials. We're not at that point. We don't have sponsors. Let's all go to the lobby. <laughs> Got my popcorn. All right, Chris, are you ready for round four? Yes. How long did they have to put the festival together? Was it A, three days, B, one week, C, three weeks, or D, a month? Three weeks. Correct. Correct. Because they were going to, uh, they were going to destroy the theater afterwards. That is right. This is getting interesting. All right, are you ready? I'm ready. In the movie inside of the movie of Mosquito, what was the private's name? Was it A, Davis, B, Jim, C, Quirky, D, Tommy? All right, I need to cut. Are you talking about the main guy or the or the, the, the like the, the little side character guy? The, the side character, the private. The one that winks at the end. Yes. I'm going to say D, Tommy. Wrong. That's the wrong it was answer. quirky. I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. Yes. All right. We're coming into the final round. So Chris is currently winning 10 to 6. That means that if he gets this answer correct, he wins. Of if they're wrong, I still have a chance to win. All right, go. So are you ready for the last one? Yes. Okay. What type of dog does Toby say attacked him? Was it A? A Doberman, B, a Rottweiler, C, a Pitbull, or D, a German Shepherd? Doberman. Correct. Correct the Mundo. Now pissed off Doberman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris wins. Yeah. Every single answer correct. Um, do you want to give me your final last one? Yes. Actually. Real quick, I was go. I was in between two questions. I was like, "Ooh, should I do this one or that one?" Can I give you the other one to see if you get it? Go, 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 go. All yeah. right. Which of these was not a movie in the program? Was it A. The Attack of the Amazing Electrified Man, B. Mosquito, C. Shocker, or D. The Stench? Shocker. Shocker. 
correct? Uh, I want to say mine just too. Also, go ahead. All right. Which was uh, what light color was supposed to go off when Bud is electrocuted? Was it A, blue, B, yellow, C, red, or D, green? Wasn't it blue? It was yellow. I'm sorry, that's the wrong answer. See, I remember that scene, and I'm like, that's way too much to remember. I was just paying attention to lights. <laughs> I want to see the other ones. I want to see the other ones. I want to see the other ones. You all might right, get all right. all right. What color are Toby's eyes? A. Orange. B. Brown. C. Blue. Or D. Yellow. Are you talking like the contacts or the actual color of his messed up eyes? His messed up eyes. Was it orange? It was yellow. <laughs> he even said fried egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What was the name of the filmmaker of Possessor? I think you already know. I'm not even going to give you options. That was Lanyard Gates. Lanyard Gates. That is correct. What was the name of the theater? That was one of my questions. Dreamland. Dreamland. Yep. Yep. I got one more that was here. And at the end, what did Toby put Maggie inside of? Was it A, a coffin? B, Iron Maiden, C, Electric Chair, or D, Altar? Iron Maiden. Yep. Because he makes the reference to the, <laughs> not the band, it's not the band. <laughs> and you thought Iron Maiden was a heavy metal band. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations to this week's winner, Chris, for winning Pop Quiz Hot Shot for Popcorn. Congrats, Chris. You've uh, You've ended the losing streak. You're back on the hot streak of one. One win, two and one. I'm one and two. Oh, I think we have a rhythm going where whoever picks the movie loses that that week. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, overall thoughts. I mean, what did you think overall? Overall, I enjoyed it. I loved it. I'm a very artsy person, so I love the the special effects, the makeup. You know, everything being so practical, you know, the the fact that it was filmmakers trying to do a horathon. I mean, that is awesome. You know, I would like to host a horathon, you know. A lot of fun. Yeah. But it I don't know, I just really liked it. I like the story. I like the story behind Lanyard Gates. You know, and I just really overall I enjoyed it. What about you? I'm glad because when I picked this movie, I had a feeling you were gonna really dig it. But I, mm-hmm. there's always that part of you that's like, ooh, what if they don't like it? And right. you know, throughout the the week when we were talking about the movie, I didn't, I wasn't sure if he had maybe already watched it, maybe the other day, and then didn't really say anything. So I was like, oh, maybe he watched it and he didn't like it and didn't really say anything. So when I asked you today and you said you loved it, I was like, oh, thank God, because I really like this movie. This is one of those movies that I probably will put on, you know, just out of random to just just enjoy. Uh, you know, for anybody that's not seen it, I mean, again, if you're watching this, I, I would hope you have seen the movie. But if you haven't and you still want to check it out, we watched it on AMC Plus, specifically Shutter. I think that's the only place it's streaming right now, unless you were to 
buy it. So, I mean, go check it out. It's it's a fun time, honestly. You know, it's, it's, it's early it. 90s. It's, it's got the cheesiness to it. But also, I mean, again, those special effects makeup is it's really good. It's really good. It really is. I mean, just look at that. Come on. Yeah. I mean, again, some of the makeup in this is just, I couldn't imagine the work that they put in. So I, I yeah. got to give a props to that. Um, For sure. Really impressive and gr very gruesome at times where it's, you know, yeah. I, I think the scariest parts of this movie have to deal with the makeup, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Like when he's taking it off for the first time, mm -hmm. like when uh, when he's kissing. Uh, uh, oh yeah, and his face is like peeling out. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. that was that was so cool. Like probably the other people like that is gross. That's gruesome. Like that is cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 And I love the setting, you know, they're in the abandoned theater, uh, the which I guess that was a real theater in Jamaica. I think it was actually called the Dreamland Theater. Uh, okay. I don't think it's around anymore. I, I do remember from watching the behind the scenes documentary, I guess it was kind of a, a not great place um, or there just wasn't like it was kind of run like it was kind of I think it was actually closed. It was kind of trashy and um, you did a tetanus shot after you work there. Really? So That's bad. Yeah, but it's still cool. I I do wonder if they filmed the whole thing there because it, it looked like a huge theater from all the different areas yeah. that they were at. I don't know how much of that maybe if they were using sets or anything like that. But yeah, I mean, a great setting overall. Uh, I love the the whole horathon stuff that they're doing with like again the shot clock when it screams yeah. the feature beams and stuff like that. I love the cast in this movie. They did such a great job. Uh, we even mentioned some of the like the minor actors, the the one girl over my shoulder, right. Joni, she was great. The other girl, this girl, um, I think her character's name was Cheryl. She's like maybe the only, one of the few notable people that I've known in horror movies because she, uh, I think her actress's name is Kelly Jo Minter. She was in the yeah. fifth Nightmare on Elm Street movie, but that's pretty much all I knew her from. I love okay. the one guy who played Leon, and I love the scene where he—it's basically his death scene where he goes goes to the bathroom and he sees himself. He himself. Which again, it's like that's so improbable. Like how how we could he get there that fast, and like get all that done and whatever, but um, he starts peeing on his leg. Yeah, actually, interesting fact though, how could he make his face without making a mold of? That's true. That's another thing. It's like he never molded his face, so it's like uh -huh. we're just going off of... I mean, he was wearing, like, white makeup for his character, so maybe there's a little bit of, like, leeway there, but again, it's, like, identical. I mean, it was just the same actor playing the same character, obviously. Right. But yeah, it's like, but... okay, like, sure, yeah. it's... How? How? Right. Right. But I liked, I liked him... I don't think he's ever done anything. The guy that played Leon, I can't remember the actor's name, but I think he's actually like the son of like casting directors. And I think the they might've even been the casting director for this movie, but I thought he was, a, he did a great job. Uh, yes. The guy that played Bud, the, the character the actor that was in the wheelchair. Yeah. Uh, he was, he was great. The guy that played Mark, the boyfriend, he was funny. You know, he had, he kept getting, like I said, physical. Yeah. Uh, his, the physical comedy is what he, what, we remember him for right you know? right the one actress that played tina who was like i guess sleeping with the professor uh eh. she 
when I watched this movie for the first time, I was like, she looks so familiar. And then it finally clicked. And I was like, oh, she's from uh, A League of Their Own. I don't know if you've ever seen A League of Their Own, the great sports baseball movie. She's, okay. on, she's on the team. Yeah, she's on the, she plays one of the players on, on their team. And I was like, oh, oh. she's from, yeah. Because she looks so familiar. But again, like, I don't, like, going, looking at their IMDb's, like, most of these actors, I don't think they've done much, honestly. Which is kind of a shame, because, like, they were really good in this movie. I like, yeah, I like their, their acting. It's just, it was just the dialogue. The dialogue, sure. But which they've I can been yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, that's just two guys' opinions. Uh, You know, everybody else, check out the movie and let us know what you think. Write so, in the comments. Yeah, write in the comments. Or again, email us if you're one of our, if you're our, our special Belgium listener, you yeah. know, email us Freak at Cut Podcast. Let us know who you are and we'll give you a shout out. You know, we appreciate it. If you want to help support this show, you can do so in multiple ways. One way is to hit that like button for the episode. Another way is to subscribe to the channel, stay up to date for future episodes. But again, for our podcast listeners, you can't really like and sub- like and subscribe here. You can follow us on, you know, Apple Podcasts. You can do the subscribe or follow show thing. So you could definitely do that. Uh, you can also support the show if you want to help donate to Buy Me a Coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash crosscut. You know, whether it be a one-time or monthly donation, anything helps. But besides that, Chris, I mean, that's that's all we got, right? Did you want to throw anything else there before we uh, close it off? I think that's it. And stay tuned for the next episode. Yeah. Absolutely. Stay tuned. Well, in that case, we would like to thank you all for watching and or listening. Chris, take it from here. Cut, print, moving on. literally writing down his multiple choice answers in the middle of us filming this episode. I'm sorry, I was rushed. I'm just sitting here literally just waiting for Chris because <laughs> he it. has to put all his questions together and I'm ready to go. I was prepared and he was not. Chris, would you like to say anything to the audience as, you know, I mean, for them, it's going to be a seamless transition, but for me, I'm just sitting here, so. I'm going as fast as I can. Well, go faster. <laughs>